Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the new coach of Nord's women's team. It is Chris Howie. Chris, how are you? Done very well, Zach. How's yourself? Very well, thank you. Uh, appreciate your time, and congratulations on the role. You must be really excited to um, sink your teeth into it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just one of those things I thought I'd put my name up, actually not expecting um, and I was very upfront with the Norwood selection committee, and uh, they've decided on the one. So we've, I've met quite a few of the women now, and uh, yeah, it's uh, very positive. I think. What uh, motivated you to have a go at the job? Uh, look, involved with Nan Bremer, I, I coached the inaugural team, women's team. Um, I'd been coaching under 17s, and we won a flag. I was going to step away then, mm-hmm. and when the women's team came along, I thought, well. It, it, trying to give them the best opportunity to sort of understand the game. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was asked to go on the board of the Hills Football League, which I could only do for 12 months because of work. But yeah. during that time, we put a uh, we put a plan together around development of the Hills Football League in conjunction with Sawful mm-hmm. uh, to get a, a women's uh, competition up and running, which uh, it was a three-year plan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we uh, through with Malcolm Williams, the president, and the other board members, uh, we got it up in the, in the three-year time frame, which is excellent. Oh, terrific. So that really yeah. wet the whistle just to, um, guess, continue with that development of women's footy because it's a rapidly changing uh, space, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, look, if you go back three years ago, the development now, um, the girls that are playing and the women that are playing, they're, they're starting to really understand the dynamics of the game. Mm-hmm. And I think this year, this year is very exciting. I think this is the breakout year for SANFL yep. in, and, uh, in regard to the quality of the competition okay. and, and the understanding. And I think, I think every club now, really, like men's football, they know what they're aiming for and they know how they're going to get there. Um, what sort of um, lends you to thinking that it'll be like a breakout year? Because we have, I guess, we have seen gradual improvement in the first uh, two or three years. Uh, look, I had a, I had a fair bit to do through my daughter with um, with the cricket, the boom of women's cricket going back um, over the last, I suppose, ten or eleven years yep. um, through the through one of the other clubs, and and what we saw is in the early part there was a there was a um, a cautiousness around, can I do that? How do I do that? Yeah. And now we look at that level of player that are all entering into the Scorpions now. Mm. And um, in the same time frame, I believe what I'm seeing and, and having watched the AFLW and, and also um, the Sample uh, W, yeah. we're seeing better game structure. We're seeing uh, mm. a better approach to... Uh, possession of football mm-hmm. and and I think the skill level too kicking 50 meters is still a, a an exception yep. but the short game is really starting to develop yeah definitely mm-hmm. yeah certainly saw that uh, in some uh, sample statewide super women's league games last season and uh, expect yep. more of that improvement as well um must be really proud to uh, coach a, a really historic um, club like Norden obviously been one of the uh, real pace setters when it comes to women's footy in the first three years as well, obviously winning the inaugural flag. Oh, that's it. You know, they won the first flag and they sort of, they've only just missed on a couple and, and mm. because other teams are improving all the time. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it, it's probably you'd call it a bit of a bucket list thing. I had no intention of ever getting to this level. 
But now that it's happened, I think that, you know, it's a real opportunity. And, look, the uh, the family's all been Norwood supporters, you know, Kensington Gardens. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Dad and a few others would all be pretty uh, pretty excited about it, to tell you the truth. Yeah. yeah fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, obviously a fair list change over at Norwood. Uh, we saw uh, during the week, in fact, with the AFLW draft, uh, we had... Naj uh, Wara Allen and uh, Han the two Hannahs, Hannah Dunn and Hannah Priest, also selected. So there's going to be a few names to replace there at the parade. Yeah, it's uh, and maybe I don't know whether it's right or wrong. Steve Steve's done an exceptional job over the last three years, and and that's the reason he's gone to Collingwood. Mm. But maybe this year, um, with a fresh set of eyes, often I've seen in football when I've moved around the country. People tend to get pigeonholed into position. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a really good young group of young ladies coming through the junior grades now. So when clubs can start to grow their own talent, mm -hmm. and uh, and I met a couple of women last night that came. I said, why why have you decided to come here? And they said, everything we've heard about Norwood's been good, mm -hmm. and we just want to be part of this football team if, if we're good enough to get in. So. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's it, and no doubt other other clubs have the same stories, but I think it's just a great it's a great story and and there's nearly a there's nearly a pathway there now for elite sportswomen yep. to create an avenue, whether it be AFL or whether it be into support roles, you know. Afterwards, I think there's just big opportunity. And of course, you meant touched on there the the junior talent coming through. You've also got still got some exceptional uh, wise heads there. Obviously the two co-captains, Rebecca McMahon and uh, Leah Cutting, but also uh, um, some champions in other sports, such as Joe Hill and Jane Fitzgerald, have been running around in the red and blue as well. That's it. So Jane, Jane Fitzgerald, she's um, she's stepping down this year. She's not going to go around again, but uh, but Joe was out at training last night. Excellent. Um, I, was, I was actually quite surprised at the standard of, uh, um, I suppose, achievement by many of the many of those playing in the group, uh, mm. when you start drilling and finding out, you know, whether it be basketball, netball, hockey, yeah. soccer, a lot of them have just sort of gravitated towards playing uh, AFL, which is wonderful. And there's probably still more of those code hoppers to come, which is the exciting thing, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, there is. And um, uh, what I what I did learn when I was in New South Wales is I I try and avoid going after another code's players. Mm. If they come, they come and make them very welcome. But I would rather work in a uh, in a mutually beneficial manner, you know, whether it be netball or whether it be, you know, any other football code, um, than be seen as the enemy because mm. it's just all about giving people an opportunity to do what they, what they can, I suppose, uh, succeed at. Most definitely. You said it well. Uh, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that, Chris, and uh, all the best in your new role as the uh, coach of Nord's women's team for 2020. Thanks very much, Dad.